Hey everybody, this is Adam. Before we dive into this episode, I just want to take a second to thank you on behalf of myself and Isaac for all the support, kind words, and everything you guys have done for StaggerCast and helping us grow it to what it is today. Uh, without you guys, it would be nothing, so we're going to keep continuing to try to bring you the best content we possibly can. Also, for this episode, it was recorded outside at Huntstock Fest, so you might hear some people shuffling around, music in the background, people talking. Uh, nothing too crazy, though. Also, this is a two-part episode, so the first part of this episode was recorded on stage in front of a live audience, and the second part is a listener part, um, where a listener, John, he sits down with us, gives us a couple great buck stories that you're not going to want to miss. Um, so once again, thank you for all the support, and we'll dive into the episode. You're listening to StaggerCast, brought to you by Stagger Gear. But this is the first episode. We'll be live at StaggerCast. Yep. We got, I think, 45 minutes now. But uh, it's been a good event so far. You guys just got here this morning, right? Yep, we just yep. got here this morning. Yeah, yeah, it's a good setup for sure. Left at five. Yep. Left at five. Yeah, mm-hmm. bright and early. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, you want to start us right off with that your deer hunt story out of Mass there? Because you, what, sure. what did that buck score that you got? I haven't, I haven't even got a story. Oh, you never got a score? No. Probably like mid 130s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. What one. was the story on that? Uh, I don't know. It was, a, it was the last day of muzzleloader in Mass. Yep. Yeah. Do you want to go through the whole thing, or do you want me to kind of go you through just it? Just go through it together. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah. So we were headed down to an area that we've I've hunted a few times in Massachusetts, and uh, you know it's a pretty good ridge system, and it was the last day we were going to be able to hunt. I think yeah, it was day Christ- after. No, it was the day after, after Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Yep. So it was the day after Christmas, and uh, we had some fresh snow. Like, from that yeah, night. it was unexpected, Like, too. probably, yeah, unexpected fresh snow, like, yeah. two inches. And um, we got to the spot. It was my father-in-law, my father, Gilly, and myself. And we all kind of just took off, like, a bunch of banshees because we were all excited. <laughs> so, Gilly and I were just running right up the ridge, yeah, basically. We tried, we tried crossing that river. Yeah, we cr- crossed, a big, crossed a big river, yeah. and um, I headed up on the ridge. Gilly continued and uh, swung up around where I was headed. So right as I crested the first big flat, I caught a big buck track, and the buck track was headed right towards where Gilly was headed. Right, and you were on the other side of the mountain. Right, I was on the other side of the mountain, but he was headed right towards where Gilly was going. So the first thing I did was I stopped, and I called Wyatt, and I was like, dude, there's a big buck track smoking fresh headed right at you. Yeah. Like, just look alive, you know? He's like, all right, I was headed for the top, but I'll I'll hang here for a minute. So I no more... hang up the phone put my phone in my pocket and i hear boom i'm like you (laughs) son of a gun because i was gonna follow him yeah you know i was definitely a good buck so he calls me he's like oh hit a big one you know i'm like oh my gosh so tell him what happened after like from where i called you as soon as you called me i uh stopped right there i didn't even make it three steps i was like all right but it was just as i crested a flat and uh there's a down tree just below me, and I heard something coming up through, but I didn't know if it was, like, a squirrel or something. I was like, what are the odds, you know? Yeah. And, uh, sure, shit, it, uh, I, it came up, it stopped, and then didn't do anything, so I was like, you know, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it took off at a slow trot down, downwards of me. Yeah. And I saw its rack. I tried getting it stopped, it wouldn't stop, and eventually it stopped. And it was just a no- little opening shot, and it was almost straight facing straight away from me yeah it turned just enough where i could get a squeeze a shot in behind there and i did and it hunched up and ran down the hill and yep. then it bedded right down 
how many, that. how many times did you guys shoot that thing? I remember there was some Whoa, shooting going on. We shot a lot at there it. There was some shooting wild, going on. Wild, yeah, wild goose chase yeah. after that. Is yeah. to, it was like three or four miles we chased that thing. Yeah. So oh, that far? It, oh, it was bad. That far yeah, bleeding? Was bad. I ended up just hitting it right behind the shoulder, and it went right up into his neck. Quartering uh, okay. away. It went right into his neck. And yeah. So did it, break, did it break the shoulder or just kind yeah, of broke, skip, broke shoulder, the shoulder and went up? It went right in it, the bullet was in his neck. Really? Right. Yeah. So the def, the buck was definitely not feeling. He was not feeling good. He was not trying, feeling good. It bedded down what but, five times? Yeah, but he had he still had his heart and he still had his lungs, and everything else. Yeah, you know, so he was still very motivated to live. Yeah, obviously. Right. And um, after that initial shot, we went on the track for a little ways, bedded down. We kicked him up, took off, and that's where Gilly and I kind of put our heads together and we're like. You know, let's wait a little bit, and we'll go on him again and see what he does. Right. And so we waited like a half an hour, and same thing, a couple hundred yards, bedded down, kicked him back up again. We saw a piece of him that time, but we couldn't get a shot. No. No, so I, did, I did shoot a shot. You shot at him I'm again. So after that one is when I kind of decided. And I, I didn't even have time to load my gun. No. Well, that, that was a little later. I was talking about when we decided oh, yeah, that yeah, we're going to yep, yep. push this deer. Yes. We're not going to let him keep bending down because... He was letting us get so close. Yeah. I was like, we need to, Just sometimes, run. sometimes you need to push them. Yeah. Right. You know, it's kind of, I think a lot of people sometimes think, you know, just back out, back out. Well, sometimes they can get their crap together. Oh yeah. They can get And going. live, yeah. you know, right, and you that's, chase them th- down, you know? So we, that's what we did. We went really hard on the deer and really pushed them, pushed them, pushed them. And, uh, the last time that we jumped him, the buck had it down the hill. Gilly was reloading his gun. So I cut out to the right. And I was like, just, you know, who knows, maybe he'll swing up around. And I ended yep. up catching him, cutting a loop on us, and I ended up shooting yeah, him. I, I told him, I was like, just shoot. Yeah. <laughs> My gun's not even loaded. It's like, and now's you, your chance. You see that shot in your video, right? He was... Was that the no, one you saw, or is that a different no, one? No, it my batteries actually died. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Batteries actually yeah. died, so... And that, that was the end of that, that one? That was the end of that, yeah. That was the end I of him, yeah, we killed him. By the time I reload this muzzleloader. We got yeah, really yeah. lucky, actually. Was that, yeah. uh, yeah. do you guys have Woodman's then, or was that nope, pre-Woodman no. days? Was, I mean, I, I think. I had a CVA Wolf. Yeah. I had like a $150, yeah. like. $150 muzzleloader. Old like, black one. Yeah. yeah, it was an old black one. It used to scope me all the time, and it did that. It did. That you shot. You see him in some oh, of the yeah, I was then, leaking, yeah. No peep sight then? No, scope. No, no. yeah. Yeah. What did that deer weigh too? That was a hit. I mean, that it was, was one fifty right on the dot. One fifty. That's yeah. a lot. It seems like a lot of those mass bucks are. In yeah, they, they are. They get very. You're yeah. great. And their tracks are small too. Yeah, it's just a different yeah. different breed of deer. And we're shooting these deer in the end of December usually. Yeah. Yeah, like that you was know. December twenty sixth. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. You're saying. I don't December even know. What I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No. It was late, so they're all rutted out, and that it's a really good time to to hunt those deer because they're trying to put feed back on after the rut. Yeah. Right. And you know, and actually, I've seen a lot of rut behavior that time of year too. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you know, the rut's still going rut, on. Late yeah. Rut. Yeah. 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 And that big one you got this year, yeah. that was 160 inch. That was that December 20. Is that the day after Christmas? When was that? It was Christmas right, Eve. Uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah. To, yeah. December so twenty fourth. Two days before. Yep. Yeah. When and he, he was with those. He was chasing them, he right? Was, yeah, he split yeah. off, yeah. I think you said, right? Yeah, and then when he, I grunted him back. Yeah. Grunted him back. That's yeah, crazy. the one I shot was just cruising. Yeah, he was headed he up to the headed, top. He was headed yeah. up to the top, and that's where I was heading. Yep. Yeah. Just having to catch him on a flat? Yeah. No kidding. And and who knows if you would have even seen him if I didn't call you. If you didn't call me, I, I, 
He yeah. just had it. That's what's nice about, you know, yeah. team hunting sometimes. You, you, so you, you literally called him, and then it was matter like five minute, seconds minutes, later, he minutes. comes rolling up over the hill. Um, we, we were like three miles away from each other. Like, yeah. It's meant to be. It's meant yeah. to be, though. Well, when yeah. I when I first cut the track, I was like, because I was, you know, selfishly a little bit, I was like, oh, hopefully he's going down in here. I'm going to shoot him. Yeah. But it's like, I looked to see where the buck's headed. And he, I, asked, I, he, yeah, he asked me where I, where I was headed. I'm like, Gilly, where top. are you going? <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm going up around this point right here. I'm like, well. There's a big buck out of there too, you know, <laughs> but Jeez, and I crazy. knew the points might connect too, because he hadn't cut the track yet. Okay. You yeah, know, yeah. So I was a ways yeah. up in there. Yeah. 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 How far yeah. were you? So you guys are how close you said? Right. He was on the other side of the mountain. And I yeah. So that deer went from where you were. All the way all straight the way to me. Over. Those things can move, man. Yeah. He well, kind of went up the ridge and kind of like rounded the mountain. The track could have been a little old when I cut it too. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? It could have been like an hour or two old. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely fresh from that night, but yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was and a fun one. After I shot, he he followed the tracks right to where really? I was. Yeah, hundred percent that buck. Oh yeah, oh, no yeah. question. Yeah, Jeez. that's crazy. Have you you haven't got your buck back yet from you this past year, right? No, I no. have not. That was what one hundred and sixty three inch on that. Yeah, one sixty two and five yeah. eighths. You wanna you wanna hit that story for those? You wanna sure? Quick yeah. Run down on that one real quick. Yeah. So have, have you guys seen his one hundred and sixty inch buck? That's sure, a crazy yeah. one. That's yeah. 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 Sure. Go ahead. Just threw threw a dart threw a dart at the map. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do it a lot. And uh, the question was, because they won't yeah. be able to hear in the podcast, um, if we had known the area or known of the area before we went there when I shot my buck. Yeah. And yeah, the answer is no. We do that a lot. We actually have a lot of really good luck doing that, just because you have no like preconceived notions of deer right. behavior in an area because you I always mean, get stuck on that one spot. Yeah, you know, I yeah. mean, well, you'll get stuck on. You'll see a big buck in one area on the old farm that you've hunted your whole life and then for the rest of your life you're going to go through that area the same way you did when you saw that big buck because in your mind and it's human nature i do the same thing when i'm in areas that i've killed deer i'll you know go back to that same ridge or whatever and the truth is the big bucks are just random they're doing whatever especially during the rut especially yeah. they're following their yeah. nose most of the time yeah you know so it's and they get big for a reason. They right? get big it's for one, a reason. It's one thing during yeah. the summer, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're in rut. They're kind of doing yeah. their own thing. A lot. Yeah, I got a, I got a lot of uh, game cam pictures and videos. And uh, one guy had uh, four years of pictures of the deer. And, I mean, I felt bad in a way. But in another way, I didn't because it's like, you know, it's. You're on state it's, land. It's state land. It's anybody's deer, you know. But, yeah. you know, we bought tags and, and we're doing, you know, the thing. And. Honestly, that was only the second day we had hunted mass. That you know, usually we only get one or two days in Massachusetts, the way our schedule works out, and it's it's been worth it last few years. I mean, right? That's usually the ending to our that, year. Yeah, that's the the ending to our season. It, it's it's really good if you can get down there on some snow. Yeah, that's cool because no other state really runs to the end like that. And you're almost guaranteed to get snow down there, which is yeah. just nice. Yeah. I, that yeah. Time of year. yeah. Yeah. I love how it goes to the end. Another thing I love about Massachusetts is how they don't have a gun season during the peak rut. Yeah. Right. Exactly, so like yeah. the peak rut is that in my opinion, November 1st to like November, like right around Thanksgiving time. That's when the most breeding's done in my opinion in this area. So a lot of big bucks get killed in that time period by rifle hunters. Because they mess up in, in Vermont, the New doll. Hampshire, Maine, what have it, New York. So in Massachusetts, those big boys get almost a free pass. 
they make it to the gun season, which is the Monday after Thanksgiving, and it's only, I think, five, six days, and then it's muzzleloader to the first, those big bucks just get a pass, basically. Mm-hmm. And by the time they're done breeding, and, you know, they're starting to be a little bit more nocturnal and stuff, yep. that's when the gun season opens. Yep. So Makes but. sense. Was uh, the day you guys, you got that one, was that your first time in there too, or was that yep. you'd known? So first, well, first time for him, I yeah, hunted okay. there. My dad had brought me in there when I was gotcha. just a little guy. Yep. And yep. Uh, I remember when I was just a little kid, you know, I'd only hunted, I couldn't even actually hunt that day when I was with my dad because I think mass back then, it was, you had to be 15. Okay. To hunt. I don't know if it's that way now. Yep. But that's the way it was then. Yep. And uh, we were headed up on this ridge and I remember we were finding these like telephone pole sized trees all banged up and like coming from Vermont, like I had never seen anything oh, yeah. like it. Yeah. That really like lit a, lit a fire inside of me like, yep. oh my gosh, like this is amazing. Right. And uh yeah been rolling ever since yeah you got to get out of vermont sometimes yeah I mean, there's some yep. good ones in vermont but it's just not the same no you, even the feed said. source yeah. isn't the same yeah. you guys do much scouting down here in the summer or at all or summer spring scouting in mass i know you did pick some sheds this year down here right? yeah yeah i did some shed hunting this year down here and i'm starting to incorporate some more off-season scouting down here it's just i've been really focused on new hampshire the last few years yeah and kind of the way my mind works is like i want to like do things in sections you know so it's like i'm gonna really break down new hampshire yeah get all the areas really figured out and then when i get that kind of nailed down i can see myself moving down here and and doing the same but right sometimes it's It's just so much you get so many saturdays yeah so many saturdays (laughs) so so many spots you know yeah yeah you only you only have so much time and you can only go so many places how has your guys summer and spring scouting been overall so far though you guys get cameras out and stuff at this point yeah Yeah. Yeah. i've been chasing around cameras like crazy yeah yeah just putting them out um most of my new area scouting was done shed on it yeah so that's where i was kind of you know looking into new areas and, and now i'm just up. Yep. Anything uh, promising yet? Anything? Any mm. good velvet picks or no? Yeah, there's some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Vermont and New Hampshire. Just New Hampshire. Just New Hampshire. You yeah. guys more scanners. The biggest buck I've had on camera in Vermont, maybe 80 inches. Yep. You know? Yep. Good stuff. What uh, What are you like looking for for as far as like spring and summer scouting those for those people that are listening? What are you like looking for to put cameras on? Are you looking for like community scrapes oh, or what? Spring? Spring is, in my opinion, the only way to do it. Yes, summertime's hard because everything's growing up. It's, and it's yeah, and you'll hear everybody say that. Yeah, yeah. I think more or less in the summertime, just hike and just stay in shape and keep that you know cardio and everything up there. Yeah. But um, the scouting, not so much. Yeah. Because you know I've burned myself before by going into an area in July and being like ah. Yeah, there's you no can't sign see the ground covered up with ferns yeah and then you walked you over a bunch of it walked know? over a bunch of really good sign yeah. and you know go back through in the fall and it's torn up yeah but yeah. i mean in the spring as soon as the snow's starting to go that's when you should be doing your scouting yep you know, for sure i've killed a lot of bucks because of that springtime scouting and you get to find some bonus sheds too if you're lucky yep. yeah days. exactly yeah would you do 14 this year uh, i found 13 13 yeah any any for you gilly or no no I, sheds? I, so last year i was building a house so i didn't do okay. too much hunting right. or scouting last year and i right. just finished it this spring yeah in yeah. may so yeah that's good stuff no nope. yeah the shed hunting's really i'll be doing it really addicting yeah. i bet yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot of fun shed hunting in vermont's a, a, a tough feat right tough. There. you found what a couple in vermont four right? four i found that's four good. in vermont yeah pretty, which was awesome and the reason why it's so tough in vermont is because the dang 
critters eat them up so fast. Oh yeah, that was one of your theories on the on one of the podcast. Yeah, what was that episode? Because there's no rattlesnakes, so that's right. All the squirrels eating the sheds up. It's true though. I think it's true. (laughs) I mean, the rattlesnake biologist said I was full baloney, but (laughs) yeah, hey, yeah. You guys, is there much snakes down here? You guys have? I think there is. There's rattlesnakes down here, isn't there? You don't? No. Yeah, there's like three oh. spots in Vermont that have them, but... What was it? Two weekends ago we saw one? I just saw one yeah. in the Adirondacks yeah. two weekends ago. Yeah, we almost, did. Yeah. yeah, you almost stepped right on it. Yeah, I just yeah. saw that. Yeah, dog got bit and died, yeah. Really? Yeah, over in the Adirondacks, yeah. That's crazy. That's too bad. Yeah, Jeez. I mean, they're like super protected. Yeah. So yeah. you can't um, kill them, obviously, and... You know, it is what it is. Yeah. They're going to populate. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they should do what Pennsylvania is doing, whereas they issue tags for them. So you can actually. So like, you can actually go out and hunt them for the meat and the skin, um, and all the money that they raise through the tags actually goes back into conservation for okay. the rattlesnakes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I think I think that's you could actually keep a, you know, yep. a little bit of a lid on the population because I think they're starting to boom. Are they? In my opinion, yeah. 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 You see, it seems like you're hearing more about them and stuff. But. I mean, I've scouted in the Adirondacks two times in the summer in my life, and I've seen two big rattlesnakes. Is that? So. Did you see one this year, right? Yeah, yeah. just yeah. a couple, a couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, man, I, was right right. I don't know. I'd yeah, freak out if I saw one of those things. I'd be like, yeah. no, yeah, It'll know. make you think about where you're stepping. Yeah, I guess sure. so. And the worst part about this one is right around a big oak tree, so we came around that tree. Oh, you were with him? Oh, yeah, he's right behind me. All oh, I heard man. was the, like, rattle. Like, oh, actually rattle at you? Oh, he tried from, to bite me. Foot away from his leg. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. yeah. God damn. Yeah. Jesus. Definitely not and, really. And you guys, back to deer hunting, you guys got a buck together this year, right? You got a buck up in Maine, Gilly, right? Yeah. We got two together two. this year. Two this year? We got one in Vermont together. Okay. Yeah. Two. Muzzle loader buck, right? Well, yeah. And then yep. Maine was yep. what, rifle? Yep. What, what was your main buck? Just a four-pointer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was a st- I know you guys were just cruising. You were up tracking one all day. Well, right? oh, yeah. yeah. We tracked one down into the low grounds, and there was no snow. Yeah. And we are going down this road, and actually he saw it first. I didn't even see it. Yeah, an old tote road or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I stepped and out into And there eating on the edge of the road. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. You guys sat there and watched it for a minute, didn't you, before yeah, you got to figure like out what it was? Yeah, 10 minutes. Well, it was, so, it was probably 100 yards away. Yeah, I was I sitting there feeding. Sight. And Gilly's got his peep sight, and the deer's, like, looking right at us, like, feeding. And I'm like, as, as soon as he turns, Gilly, and the thing turns and, like, bops right down into the swamp. Like instantly. Yeah. So we had to, like, scoot our way up there. Yeah, so and snuck up the road. And yeah. It was yards, cool. Yeah. 100 yards with a peep sight? Is that what your first shot was? No. No, he oh, didn't shoot. He didn't shoot. down yeah. into the swamp. Okay, he snuck right he up snuck there. snuck up the road. Yeah. No kidding. And it was, like, a 10-yard shot. But oh, yeah, that's close. close. Yeah, it was close. like that? That's close. crazy. That just goes to prove, like, if it's when it's meant to be, it's meant to be. It's always, it's like when you least expect it a lot of times. Right, know? exactly. Oh, yeah. like that's that's just, how that seven-pointer was in, in the last Vermont. day of rifle in Vermont. Yeah, muzzleloader. Muzzle, last muzzle day of muzzleloader. Muzzleloader, yeah. We were headed up into an area that I had a bunch of cameras in. and uh, He was on his phone trying to send me a pin to go you get a camera. Well, yeah. The moral of the story here, every time you guys have your phones out talking to each other, something dies. It's yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Five minutes later. Yeah, so he was standing right next to me. We're about to split. Yeah. So I'm going to drop him a pen on Onyx. To go get a camera. To go get a camera for me on his, like, whatever, his loop that he's going to do that day. Yeah. And I'm facing kind of back towards the hardwoods, and Gilly's facing the cut. And all of a sudden, I see him, like, his eyes get big, and he pulls his gun up. He's like, big buck. I'm like, oh, <laughs> son of a gun, you know, a cop well, with my pants st- down. I was standing there. I was just thinking, like, wow, how cool would it be to just to see a deer <laughs> come through this cut? Yeah. Not even five minutes later, it steps out of this, this thick shit. Yep. So I look yep. up, and Gilly's pulled up on this buck, bopping across the cut, and he fires, and the buck keeps going a little way. So I picked up, and I fired, and 
We both hit it. And the dead buck. Down right there in the cut? Down right yeah. there in the cut. We yeah. both hit it. Chasing a yeah. doe or just out, just bopping through the cut? Just, just bopping the grass. Yeah. I think we might have bumped him out of there, actually. Yeah. No kidding. I heard us talking because we were sitting there shooting the shit. And yeah. Probably would have been like 150-inch buck one day. Really? Oh, he's a year and a half. So he's only a year and a half. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a nice little oh, rack then. Wicked genetics. Yeah. yeah. Definitely the, not the one you want to shoot. But. That's crazy for Vermont. Yeah, but you <laughs> yeah. see it, it's like Vermont, you see a rack yeah, like that. Yeah, shoot. we're going to kill it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was How old is that cut? Is On the like last a, day. Is that a newer cut or an older it was cut? five years. Yeah, five, five years. years. That yeah. seems to be like the magic number. You're like yeah. three right. to seven up in Maine from what yeah. I've seen is like that's yeah. where all the buds are and that's when – definitely the best cuts for sure yeah i mean that should be everybody's takeaway on anything that we talk about is if you're anywhere in new england clear cuts clear cuts clear cuts clear cuts cuts. like i don't care if there's no feed i don't care if there's no buck sign clear cuts clear cuts clear cuts. you guys at least like up my way so i'm up more up towards like uh central vermont area campbell's hump mansfield there's not Actually, the state just did some select cutting because there was a big ice storm a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so they did some select cutting to clear out all those dead blowdowns and stuff. But yep. other than that, there's no cuts up right. in those big state forests. So I think that's one thing with Vermont. There's not that many cuts. No, there's no, it's the habitat. It's the habitat. Yeah. We it's, lack it's, habitat. And in those areas, I think you just have to look for any kind of edge. Yep. So sure. from hardwoods to green or softwoods yep. or any kind of swamp, mm-hmm. any kind of... Even, like, just little open spots in the woods because of, yeah. you know, like, rocks right. or whatnot, you yep. know? It's big a, rocks. Yep. That's a good one, yeah, too. Yeah, anywhere big... where sun can get down and, and yep. break through the canopy. It's uh, yep. kind of a lot of it is similar to the Adirondacks up in those big state forest blocks exactly. as far as yep. the deer relate so much to the mass crop years. So, yes. like, in some of my areas, if uh, there's not a beech nut year and there's not dropping beech nuts, there's, right. like, hardly any deer. And, and I think they move down closer to the towns and stuff. But, like... Last year, with the buck I got was one of the craziest mass crops year with beech nuts. Like, down low, mm-hmm. all the does were down low. Right. And you go in there on a fresh snow, and everything, down low, whole bottom, everything's tore up. Right. And, yeah, I noticed uh, that last year, the beech nuts were pretty good. Yeah, it was a good down your I way, too. this year, it's going to be yeah. pretty good, too. Hopefully, yeah. And, and there's yeah. no acorns or anything up my way. Everything's beech right. nuts. It's right. all beech nuts. And yeah. Then, uh, and then, actually, too, where, where the ice storm came through a few years ago, where the state was doing some select cut in some areas, some right. of the spots that they're not cutting because you get all those knockdown trees it has some of that that, that rush growth. coming up so yep. it's something to look for for right. sure yeah any kind of edge i think um any kind of habitat like the adirondacks like you were talking or like that central spine of vermont yeah where there's no cutting going on mm-hmm. that's the real challenge because yep. you really cannot year to year pattern a big buck because mm-hmm. they're so dependent on the mass crop and yep. you know they really just put their nose to the wind and go right, and just mm-hmm. go and you know it, it it's funny to say, but like if you're hunting around cuts or a lot of cutting in the Northeast, you're hunting like the ag of the big woods. Yeah. It's like it's a- you can pattern a big buck for five or six years around a bunch of cuts because he's not going to go anywhere, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's going to live around those cuts. Yep. They're right, going to keep sure. coming back. Yeah, they're semi patternable around yep. those cuts. Until that cut overgrows and, and they're not feeding in there and they can't reach the feed and then it's all moose feed and stuff. That's right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. uh, I kind of testing a new theory this year of, for scouting. So I just put a bunch of cameras out. Last year when I was tracking a few bucks around, um, kind of like up in some like super steep stuff up on the mountains. Like I'm talking like almost like shoots, like straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're like a half mile shoot straight up. But I noticed after tracking a few bucks last year that on these steep ass shoots, it's usually like a, just a little creek that runs down through. There's like two spots that deer cross that, that super steep spot. There's nothing, nothing, nothing. And you're going up this creek and then all of a sudden there's like a, just a tiny little shelf. Yeah, and then those seem to be where all the deer are crossing. So I've got cameras soaking on 
those crossings just to get an inventory. Like, yep. I don't think deer are like going through there a lot, but when they're traveling from one side of the mountain through this chute to the yep. other side, that those, so I'll, I'll be curious to see how that is because I think it's a good way to get inventory and stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Right. I was, exactly. I, was, I was talking to the boys on the way down that a really good spot to put cameras or locate a buck track is if you have like three or four brooks that come down off a ridge yeah and they all tie into one spot in like a little bowl yeah a lot of guys have coined the term thermal hub okay so bucks will cruise through there in the rut and they'll be able to pull thermals off of all those ridges just sucking right down it'll suck it right down in that one spot yeah and i mean i found a lot of big huge rubs banged up in those spots yeah where a bunch of brooks will come down and and, and tie into makes one makes sense just the scent pool right there yeah, yeah. i mean you're gonna find them like a quarter to halfway up the mountain usually like a big bowl yep. type deal where you got a bunch of brooks coming yep. together you ever seen any like big signposts in yeah big signposts yes right there? Yeah. yeah i mean as you see yeah it's a central little hub there for sure yeah i mean huh. there's definitely there's a lot of articles out there on stuff like that that you can read online or in magazines and yep. i mean it makes sense to me because during the rut the buck's going to take his easiest route to find a doe or is the most like efficient route yeah and you know they figured out that you know yep. you go through that area yep. and you can smell a, a doe off of every one of those ridges yep. yep yep yeah for sure so what do you guys uh what do you got planned for this year what states are you gonna hit i know you don't get as much time off as you'd like to so you got yeah. the same, you're same way yeah uh <laughs> what do you guys got planned for the year new hampshire yeah. for sure Yep. Massachusetts for sure, Vermont yep. for sure. Like starting bow, where are you going to start? New Hampshire New bow? Hampshire. New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. I have three weddings in September this year, which is just Damn. awesome. I'm yep. excited about it. Yeah. Uh, but I guess I'm that age where everybody's getting married, and <laughs> it is what it is. But, um, yeah, I'm going to start in New Hampshire, New Hampshire. hunt Vermont, Vermont. Mass. Yep. So maybe Adirondacks, thinking been, about yeah, it. Yeah, you've been looking around. You I've, might as well. I've, That's what, I, the last state you haven't... No, you, did you get one? No, you I've got one. In, I've gotten one in New York, just not in the Adirondacks. I gotcha, got one gotcha. down in the Catskills, but I really, really want to get one in the Adirondacks yep. just to check it off the list. But um, I've let a bunch go, and I screwed up on a really nice one. So Adirondacks have definitely been a struggle for me. Yeah. What about you, Gilly? What's, what's your plan for the year? Probably just you know teaming up with him and. Yeah, right, New Hampshire. Any yep. uh, you going up to Maine again this year or not? I mean, you got one last year. You might as well. So if get we have a, if we have one of those years, one of yep. those like good, one of those really good years where things are just going right, right, yeah, then we could see Maine yep. for sure. Yep. I mean, if we're killing deer, we're gonna keep killing deer till we yeah. can't kill deer <laughs> anymore. <but laughs> exactly. Yeah, I might as well make um, the most of it. One state at a time. That's yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm uh, my plan right now. So I just actually ordered a, a bed rack for my truck and Sweet. one of those hard top tents. Oh yeah. So yep, the whole, get cool. the whole, luckily I got the whole month off for November. So I'm just gonna bounce around New Hampshire, Maine, Vermont, and then do some late season stuff in Mass. Probably link up with you guys down here. But yeah, looking forward to it. It's gonna be cool. There'll be uh, a bunch of we're gonna do a bunch of videos and stuff on the Stagger YouTube channel, so Sweet. those will be on there. Um, just try to make as much content as we can, and right. then uh, kind of what you and I talked about our plan for this year for the podcast during the season. Isaac's got a mic set, and I've got a mic set, and we're bouncing around with, with a bunch of other guys. So we're gonna try to bring like uh, daily or every couple days updates, kind of keep you guys filled in with what we got going on, just to kind of keep the deer stories flowing because. When I always like the deer deer stories and the podcasts yep, that come right, out during what the season, from the so day, it's you cool know? to. Uh, yeah, you're gonna hear a different tone in my voice during deer season for oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, be fired up, yelling in the mic. Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it all. Good days and bad days. But. Oh, sometimes they're bad days. Yep. but 
Oh, exactly. Yeah. Hopefully um, we get some weather this year. The last couple of years have been tough. So. What, yeah. So it's been 20, lacking snow. 2019 was, we had Good a decent amount here. of snow in 2019, but 2020 right. and 21, like last year we didn't get snow till. The last day in Maine, I was right. up there. I shot up to Wilson's Mills and, and never got a good track, but mm. picked up track to Spikehorn with a doe and could have shot that. But I was like, eh, probably should, I got some shit for that for last day. Like, ah, right. shoot Spike, whatever. But I was like, ah, nah, we'll see. But hopefully right. this year, because like that year you got your giant New Hampshire buck. You had when was that? That was like Halloween. November third. November. 3rd. November third. But see, the thing is, is the whole state didn't have snow. Like yep. we kind of set ourselves up so where we like to hunt is high elevation mountains yeah. you know so we we'll get that early stuff to where the low country or just the right. average mountain won't get it yep you know usually that snow line's like 2500 it seems yeah. like yep you know so we're hunting 4,000 footers yep half the mountain's gonna be covered mm -hmm. yeah you know, i'll work with that yeah. you know that's what it was in the first part of this season in vermont like i yeah. got my buck on the tuesday of that first week down at the truck no snow at all but oh, you yeah. really get up to 1800 yep. to 2500 yep. you started getting snow and then up towards the 3,000 foot mark in that green growth stuff, there's like six inches. Six it piles inches, up yeah. quick. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's easy to be driving around down low and be like, ah, there's no snow, but like, you right. see a little bit up on the top. So yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, you got to go, mean, man. You put you the gun on the back out. and get up that hill because yep. you never know what happens up there. Yeah, I mean, I so. couldn't tell you how many times I've dragged one out of the snow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, it's like, year. oh, this is beautiful dragon. And then all of a sudden you're in leaves, yep. you know? Yeah, <laughs> it happens. It happens fast. Yeah, dragging out of snow sucks. Oh, it's terrible. Gilly and I have been on a few doozies, haven't we, buddy? Yeah. Two, three in the morning. I seem to shoot them in the worst spots yeah. possible. Yeah. Well, yeah. your new Hampshire buck was what? Yeah. Eight hours to drag that thing out. Yeah, seven, yeah. seven hours. How does how's that guys. even set? Was it just out that far, or was it just like the crazy terrain? Yeah, it was far. Yeah. It was far, long ways away, and it was uh, a lot of spruce. Yeah. Because he died in this big, huge gully, so it was like a big. Yeah, that was like ravine. Yeah, yeah. And, you're, you're, and so we couldn't get him out. Yeah. Basically, I mean, we could have, but we would have killed ourselves trying to get him out. Yeah. So we just figured, oh, we'd drag him down with the gully yep. the whole way. And, I mean, we had two guys in the front just, like, breaking trail, literally. Really? Just, like, pushing spruce. Yeah. I mean, he was wide, too, yep. which didn't help. Yeah. I, see, I don't know how he your, lived up your there. Your picture but. on Instagram with the stick in its horns. Yeah. You guys are dragging it out. That's yeah. like one of my favorite pictures of you guys. That's yeah. a sick picture. Yeah. But. One thing I wanted to talk about a little, a little bit is this year for the YouTube channel is uh, Gilly's going to be doing a lot more filming. Yeah. Uh, he's got himself his own gopro nice and uh nate Corey's gonna be doing a lot more filming he's done a bunch on the channel already nate's a killer man nate's a killer yeah, nate's he a killer. is he's the old uh fat indian we like to call him. <laughs> the old boy can hunt it, hey fat indian means good hunter right that's, yeah that's, i guess yeah. so that's right but um yeah so him jake pierce yep. he's is over there at your booth yep he's the one that actually filmed my new hampshire buck yep um so he, he's gonna be doing a lot more filming this year i'm really excited uh, to see what he puts out, he's a, uh, he's a good deer hunter. Yep. And uh, yeah, Connor, Shalom, Connor obviously. Yep. Connor and I will both be doing stuff for Northwoods as well. Yep. But um, I think there's gonna be a, a ton of ton of stuff out this year. Yep. Mm -hmm. For what's, uh, for what, tracking. What's content. the plan with Northwoods? Like, what are you guys gonna do? You guys get cameramen, or what? Do you, what's the um, you know so what the whole idea is with that so far? Yeah, he's he's got a lot of guys that are gonna be doing you know strictly filming for him and stuff. And, yep. You know, we're all gonna have GoPros and stuff. But I'm going to be doing a lot on the producing side of things. Okay. Yep. You know, I'm going to be doing a lot of editing for him and the guys. But um, I'll definitely have some videos up there, too. Yep. Some tracking That'd and stuff. That'd be cool. I'd love to get somebody to follow me around. Yeah, you, you, know? you only had that a couple to Connor followed you around a couple times last Twice, year, right? Yeah. Towards the end of the season on, or beginning of the season. He, he went one day in Vermont, which was a fun day. 
And then he went one day in New Hampshire on both crappy snow days, yep. like just crap snow. But uh, the second day in New Hampshire was a really great day, but we never turned the mic on the camera on. Oh, so no, I, uh, no audio all day. No audio all day, so I didn't get to post that video, but that was a, that was a great day. Oh, man. But it's fun. I definitely would love to shoot one with somebody behind me because you just get that different aspect. It's a whole aspect. different perspective. Yeah, you get that, like, Benoit style of yep. tracking. Right. There's just yeah. nothing out there right now. And I think that's it. Northwood's plan. This year. They're going to be doing I mean, a lot of stuff with the with actual cameramen yeah. trying to emulate kind of what the Benoits, because no one's really brought yeah. what the Benoits have done as far as video-wise in no. the recent right. like past couple decades and stuff. No. So. Yeah, no, and those guys, they got the guys to do it. I mean, yeah. you know, Joey, Dustin, John Moulton, John Wright, Travis Williams. I mean, these guys yeah. are just killers. That's crazy. I mean, you look at last year, John Moulton got two 200-pounders. John yeah, Wright John a, Wright John two giants, hundred and forty something inch eight pointer. Like these guys are just absolute yep. killers. And Joey dropped a what one thirty in Vermont. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I mean, yeah. it's if they can get good guys to film them, like it's gonna be yeah. nuts. You have right? to if you're gonna have a successful cameraman, you have to have somebody that's also yeah. a tracker. Like I've brought friends with me before, right, the ones yeah, that are just they're doing. Like oh they've bow hunted but they've never tracked you know right and uh, it's just a whole different ball game and you have to have somebody that knows when to stop knows when to slow down well you have to have deal. somebody who can keep up with you exactly half too. the yeah, time yeah. And, and when you're a tracker most right. of the time you're nuts yeah you know like so you're running up over these hills all the time you get somebody that's not used to doing that and they're like what are you doing yeah you know but they got some college guys that are in really good shape oh do they oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. these that's guys are need. straight athletes <laughs> I don't even think they want to hunt so I no mean just want to produce they want to film video. and stuff and i think that that's what you need yeah if you're really going to do good because yep. i mean if you like to hunt you're not going to want to film yeah that's just the thing i mean how are you going to get a good cameraman that likes right, to do that's hunt? my yeah. problem with filming i get too distracted in the heat of the moment you're looking at the deer <laughs> not the camera right, exactly. yeah you got to have someone zoned right. right in on the on the viewfinder yeah. and everything well i follow him around a lot usually when yeah, i get one yeah 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 and yeah i get way too distracted of what's going on instead cool. of focusing on we'll get you turning that that camera on this year yeah it's not easy is it no it's not not at all it's not easy (laughs) no no you got to kind of have that it's almost like turning the safety off you have to be like it's that step yep while you're hunting that you have to think about it's a whole nother piece of it yep you know yep cool yep yeah well i think we can kind of wrap this one you guys got any questions anything you guys want us to answer talk about anything else anything everybody good Secret spots. The secret spots. Yeah. Send some on the secret spots. The secret <laughs> spot is every mountain has a big buck on it. Yeah. That's it, man. There's one up there somewhere. Delusional yeah. confidence. That's <laughs> <laughs> just just they're all over the place. Just keep your head up and yeah. you'll run into one eventually. Yeah. Wow, see that's the tricky part. See, but you got the GoPro now that's yeah. quick. So the old ones are slow. You turn them yeah. on, it's like three seconds, and you get to press uh, like, record, record, yeah. and then it's, yeah. yeah but you, you the new ones so, are the way to go. Right. So You're my, better off just the videotape. My GoPro is like two seconds after I click the button, it'll turn on and start recording. So like the buck I got in mass last year, I turned it on when I saw the buck. Like that was the first thing I did. I was like, oh, there he is, clicked it on, and then it, because – I was rolling a lot that day, but to actually be rolling, you know, you know, I could think I'm getting close, but then you got to worry about battery because you don't want to run your battery down super low and have to be fiddling with that when you think he's going to be right there, you know? So it's like, you kind of got to play that game of, it's just a whole nother thing to think about, which is it's hard. It's tough. I enjoy it just because I love the fact that I'm getting to 
take these memories and almost like preserve them forever you know and that's that's kind of why i'm doing it that's my idea behind the whole thing and uh it's been good so far yeah, yeah it's, it's fun videos. we're getting better at telling a story yeah yeah it's definitely very hard to come from no like yep. filming background i guess you can call it like i you know i'd watch hunting videos and i'm like oh it's easy you know i could do that no problem and then i start trying to do it and it's like wow there's a whole lot to this like trying to tell a story with a camera is it's no. it's yeah the edit, editing too in itself is an art like that's a whole nother i feel like I'm, re- I'm really good at editing yep. now i'm at where i want to be it's just the telling of the story right. yeah talking to the gopro we have not, the, yeah not just that but like getting like a nice linear like day of right stuff where you kind of like watch my stuff now sometimes and it's like well it's like here's a little piece of the day here's a little piece of the day and yep. try to tie it together but we have a lot of room to grow. Yep. You know, right. This is only the third year we've been doing it. So. What's your What's your tip for people that want to get into it? I know you told you said just record everything. Anything else? Oh, I mean that's the biggest thing I found, and I've actually I learned it from the Hunting Publics podcast. They said just film everything. If you're gonna film hunts, just roll all the time, and then you can go through later and you know take what you want. But there's and it's true because when I first started doing it, I would always have the camera in my pack. Yep. I wouldn't even take it out of my pack half yep. the time. But then when I did have it out and about, I just would never film anything. Like, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's like a psychological thing. Yep. You know, so, you're like, oh, this isn't good enough to film, and you don't film it, and then the day is done with, and you have no footage. So. But it's often some of the stuff that you don't even expect to be filming that gives you your best footage. Yes. It's the right. little stuff. The, the little the, stuff. People like the real the stuff. Yeah. And then, like, B-roll, which is just, like, random shots of, like, a pretty brook or something yeah, you know, yeah. scenery, Everything makes scenery it. you know but we're learning and you know i think um very thankful for the amount of people that are watching already yeah. you know in a short time but yep. i think some big deer helped with the viewership yeah for sure but um you know we're definitely going to get better at it good yeah, yeah. no we look forward to yeah. it cool all right you guys good anything yeah. else we can answer for yeah. you guys or yeah With a gun? Yeah, practicing. Hmm. Yeah, That's a good, so. Good question. Good, very good question. Skeet's a big one. I grew up rabbit yeah. hunting cottontails. And I think, especially like when I have a son one day, like that's going to be my biggest push is going to be getting him on cottontails. Because, I mean, I don't even think about shooting because I was five, six, seven years old with an old 20 gauge, you know, just blasting away at these bunnies running through briars. And I think that's. You know, if, if you're an adult now and you're looking to get better at those quick shots and stuff, you know, instinctual shots, I think rabbit hunting is the way to do it. Get a beagle or get a buddy with a beagle. You know, <laughs> find somebody with a beagle. Go and, and shoot at these rabbits flying through the brush. I think See bird hunting is pretty good, too. Bird, bird yeah, hunting. sure. If you're duck, up in Maine, if you, yeah. before rifle season starts, you go up to Maine and, and you right. kind of ride the roads or take a, take a stroll out. Yeah. That bird hunting, that gets you quick, too, because those things will be bugging off the sides of the road and everything like that. It's just basically in like open sites. Time. Open sites open is sites. a big one. If yep. you go to a peep site, it's going to be weird if you've been used to a scope your whole life. But if you want to get into tracking, there's a reason why Larry Benoit used a peep site. There's a reason why Hal Blood used a peep site. There's a reason why all these unbelievable trackers are using peep sites is because it's a fraction of a second faster so that fraction of a second is three hours in you know equivalent of time when you got a buck getting out of his bed or whatever it's like all the time in the world is that tenth of a second 
You know, that, that's the difference yep. between right. getting a buck and not getting a buck. But you guys yeah. ever do any of the uh, old tire roll shooting there? I ne- do. I've honestly I've done it once, but I usually just set up. I'll set up like three targets: one at twenty-five, yeah. one at fifty, and one at seventy-five, just yeah. like in a in a line, um, kind of at a diagonal, and just try to you know pick up, bang, bang, and then you know. You know, I right. sh- I honestly I'd like to say I practice, but the way that ammo is, well, it's getting better I'm now. So last cheap. year was bad. I had one box. <laughs> I just all season last year. My hunting like, oh, ammunition, man. I just keep tucked away, and I just save it, hoard it. It's like. Yeah. The stuff's like crazy. You can't find it nowadays. Yeah, I, I mean, think it's getting better this year. They actually started it? making aught six and, and yeah. the thirty five again. But last well, year it was I had one oh, box all yeah. season long. And I was yeah. like, oh man. Hopefully we don't. But I do have times. a beagle. Yeah. So I do get the rabbit hunt yeah. in the wintertime, and that's where I get my practice. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You had a video. This. You, you yeah. Smacked one. Smacked one. Out. <laughs> Unbelievable shot. I couldn't believe I shot. Hit it, but yeah. right. it was like a one BB deal out that's of all twelve. Yeah, twelve gauge. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, definitely. Cool guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, well, uh, I, I, we're gonna have be uh, doing a, a listener episode over at the at the Stagger booth there. So if you have a buck story, you want to stop by five ten minutes, swing by, shoot the shit with us, and uh, we'll go from there. But we over there. Thanks guys. Yeah, thanks for coming. All right, guys. That's the end of the live portion of this episode. We're now gonna transfer over to the listener portion, where we sat down with John Jaronitis, got a couple great buck stories that you're not gonna to wanna to miss. So we hope you enjoy that. But before we do, I just wanted to let you know that all of you guys that pre-ordered gear from StaggerGear.com, all those orders are on their way to you now at the time of this episode being live. Uh, so we hope you enjoy that stuff. And if you haven't picked up any Stagger gear, go to www.staggergear.com. You can pick up everything from gloves, capes. Uh, you can get a jacket pre-ordered, uh, beanies, all that stuff. So that stuff's shipping out, excluding the jackets, and we'll get that to you right away. All right, we're here uh, at Huntstock. Whole uh, stagger cast action here with John Gerinitis. How we doing? I get that right? Yep, Sweet. you got that right. All right, cool. Uh, we're going to do some buck stories. Uh, do you want to kind of tell me about... I see you shot a big 200-pounder in Vermont in, what was it, 2019? Yep, 2019. Yeah, you want to uh, kind of run us run us through how you killed that deer? Yeah. It was uh, the Thursday before Thanksgiving. I had come up. I have a camp up in the kingdom, yeah. um, close to the New Hampshire border, and uh, it was actually left to me by an old-timer friend of mine. Uh, he had died that spring, so this one was extra special. Mm. Um, but... Uh, I'd come up the night before, got into camp, got the stove going, all that good stuff, and I had an idea where I wanted to start looking for a track. The snow wasn't real good. It was kind of old and crunchy, and it was cold, but we were going to give it a try. I mean, as you guys know, there's not a lot of big bucks, or there's a lot of big bucks, but there's not a lot of bucks up there. Right, in Vermont Um, especially, yeah. so uh, So I went out. I was up there by myself. I went out in the morning checked a spot and got into a bunch of tracks early sorting them out and going through deer tracks coyote tracks even bear tracks they were out oh no kidding um trying to sort out what was new and what was old yep uh because like i said that was older snow yep and i ended up coming through an area uh early in the morning that wasn't very far from the truck that was basically the hub of the wheel everything seemed to kind of funnel into this area yep Everything came in a big circle, and yep. they were feeding in there and bedding in there, and yep. a little barnyard situation. It definitely a barnyard situation. Okay. And um, so I, I marked that on my GPS, kept going on the track I was on. Figured that'd be a good spot to yep. check later or just see. Well, 
Um, I had chased one for a while. I don't know. I probably went two or three miles. Yep. Uh, ended up coming across one of the camp roads out there. Yep. And uh, ended up being a set of boot tracks on it. I followed it a little longer, and that the boot tracks stayed stayed on it. And that was, oh, I think it had been one one thirty two o'clock by yep. then. I don't yep. remember exactly. Uh, so I, uh, my camp doesn't no is off grid. So yep. I figured at that point I'd go go back to camp, throw some wood in the stove, so it might be somewhat warm. Right. Um, there, hike back to the truck, and. Uh, when I turned and I was going to go up past camp to uh, hunt or Beach Ridge, I, I knew just for the evening. It was I didn't want to go in and have dinner. It was still a few hours. I figured I'd just hang out, sit somewhere for a little bit. I don't love it, but yeah, given the situation, I yeah right. figured I'd sit. Yeah. Well, when I turned off the one road and onto the camp road, I noticed there was a truck in front of me. Yeah. So I followed him out out through, and he was headed to one of them camps out beyond me. So I. I said, well, I won't, I'm, I'm going to let them be. Yep. Figured they, there's some other guys that hunt up on there yep. uh, through them camps. And I decided I was going to throw some wood in the stove. I don't remember. I think I grabbed a snack or something real quick and yep. headed back out. Well, I uh, I went back to that that barnyard. I figured, well, it's close to, close to where I parked the truck at the landing. Yep. Get in there pretty quick and easy. Mm-hmm. Sit there for the last hour and a half, lean up against a tree somewhere, and yep. and hang out. Uh, so that's what I did. Found a big hemlock tree, kind of in the middle of that that barnyard. Leaned up against it, put my pack down, just just hung out. Yep. Um, I was there. I don't know. Half hour, forty-five minutes, and I heard crunch, 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 crunch. I says, "Well, I think that's a deer, and he's coming, coming at me." But parallel to me, I was on on a flat that, and I could just see to where it rolled back down. It's all thick, um, small birches, yep. and it's big kind of tangled mess in there. But you could see a little ways. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard it crunch and heard it crunch, and I said, that's ah, got to be a deer. And then it broke a stick. I'm like, oh, maybe it's somebody else in here. We'll, <laughs> we'll wait and see. Well, I... Uh, I finally you got closer and closer and closer. I'm I'm ready. And I, I first all I could see was I could see a body. It was a deer. Yeah. And then the next little opening it went through, it was just walking. I could see a um, you know, I could see its head and I could see its left antler. Um, and I only saw really the end of it. But I knew it had to have been a pretty good buck because it was pretty far out around its head. Right. I right. saw the end two points so in Vermont. I mean, I saw the fork. It I knew was it legal, had, yeah. I knew it was legal. Yep. Um, you know, like I said, it was out away from his head quite a ways. Yep. I didn't get a great look at it, but I figured you see deer up in that country that look decent, you better shoot them because you're probably not going to see another one. Absolutely. So he went in the necks open, and I actually shot him, shot him in the neck underneath a tree that was tipped over. Not really a blowdown, but it was leaning. He went through this area, and he just disappeared. Yep. Flop. Figured he flopped or he was gone. I don't know. Yep. But I ended up running over there after a minute, and there he was flopping and and thrashing on the ground. I hit him right right in the neck. Um, I I would give him a minute and waited, and he actually almost got back up. Oh yeah. So I said, oh. <laughs> so I shot him once more, and that was 
that was the end of that. Well, I get looking at them, and like I said, I saw the left side, left side of that antler. I knew there was a fork, but where he fell down in the snow, there wasn't a lot of snow, but there was snow, and then he was flopping a little bit, and he had drove his left antler, the one I had seen, into the leaves. And so I couldn't really see it. So when I came up kind of behind him, I guess would have been before I shot him that second time, uh, he had a messed up antler on the right-hand side. It was basically a big spike, like 8 or 10 inches, and a brow tine. But when I came up behind him, I couldn't see that brow tine. <laughs> I could just see the spike. Like, oh. And I went, uh-oh. Oh, no. What, we, what, what did I just do? <laughs> I, I swear, and, you know, you start doubting yourself. Yeah. Wondering, did I really see that fork? Um, I swear I saw that fork, but it was just a quick second, you know, yeah. and then he was behind the next tree. Well, once things calmed down and settled down, I, I realized that he had a he had a good side yeah. buried in the leaves. Yeah. And uh, he... Uh, that was a big body deer. Yep, 207. Cleaned he ended out. up being, yep. yep. That's a big Cleaned buck. Out. Is that your heaviest buck to date? Yep, that's my heaviest one I've yep. shot. 207, yeah, that's a dandy in Vermont, man. It's hard to get them, even in Northeast Kingdom. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. We've, uh, my buddy owned that camp, or he built that camp in the mid 80s. He yep. shot one. He shot several up there, but he shot one up there that was over 200, and that was like 230. Ooh. Two, or 227, I think. I'd have to look. Year. We got yep. the certificate on the wall. Yeah. Um, so those 200 pounders come hard. Yeah. They come hard. Yeah. There's, there's been a few shot around there. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's good country for him. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So that that was what year did you shoot that one? That was nineteen. That was nineteen, and then you got I, just off the top of my head, I can remember you had two other really big bucks right in the last few years. One yep. was Maine, one was New Hampshire. Yeah, I you shot went. a I shot another one later on that year in nineteen in nineteen yep. in Maine. Yep. Um, so we try to go over. Um, my girlfriend's parents have a house in the Western Mountains of Maine. That's where she grew up. Yeah. Um, quite a few years we've gone over there and for Thanksgiving to have Thanksgiving with the family, and they're all yep. deer hunters. Yeah. So we hunt that whole week. Um, and I shot him. That that one I shot the same year as that 207 was the last day. Last day of rifle. Yeah, last day of rifle. So that had been that Saturday after Thanksgiving. So I'd come home from camp. Yep. Hung that deer up at the house. Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't know what we did in New Hampshire. I, I may have hunted a day or two. Yep. Didn't do much. Yeah. Um, and then we, we headed up to her parents there that Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. Yeah. And I hunted uh, hunted that whole week. Yeah. You want to run us through a little bit how you got that big, big main buck? Yeah, I can. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember... I don't think anything real noteworthy happened the beginning of the week. Yeah. Uh, I, nothing sticks out to me. Yeah. I do remember. Just looking for sign. Yep. Scouting yep. around, scouting looking around. for sign. Yep. Um, found a nice cedar swamp out there. Yep. Um, that actually had a couple small signposts, and since then I found a bigger one out yep. in there. On a cedar? On a brown was, ash. I was on a brown ash. Okay. Brown ash yep. out there. I've seen a few on cedar trees before. Yep. Yeah. I've I've seen a couple big ones on cedars. I yep. don't think they were signposts. I've seen them on Just hemlocks. Big, big rubs, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but there's some brown ash in there that, like I said, we found since then yep. uh, on the other side of it. Uh, but that's that's important because the um, 
Thanksgiving morning, uh, that Tuesday or Wednesday night, we got snow. Yep. Good snow. Um, and I'd been scouting out through there, and I brought her out. Her and I were walking together out. I had found a scrape line uh, with some rubs on an old twitch road. Yeah. And she's she's getting into tracking now, but it was more of a sitter back then. So I was walking her out to show her or where that was, and it was still snowing. Good, like I said, good snow. One of them days you you dream about. A killing day. Killing day. Yeah. So um, we uh, we were just about to where I was going to split up with her and head. I was headed for that cedar swamp because I figured I could pick up a track there. Yeah. You know, I mean, like you said, it's killing day. I, I want to chase a buck. Yep. Well, we're almost there. We're almost splitting up. And I said, oh, I'm going to go up here and look for a track. She goes, we were going, and I'd see some tracks up ahead. She goes, isn't that a buck track right there? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, smoking fresh. I mean, there's no like, like steam rolling out of it. Three snowflakes in it, and it's still <laughs> snowing. Oh, my gosh. So I'm like, all right. Well, what you... time of the day is it? Morning. Morning. Like, this is dream dream scenario. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All Amazing. Right. Yep. Um, so it's headed down. It come down this skid road and kind of bailed over the bank, and it headed down, and there's a big bowl in there it's oaks i figured it was either checking those feeding or yeah yeah or something but i knew it was headed that way mm-hmm. so i i'm like you good because i'm going yep so i i take that track good track good track yeah and four like, finger yeah yeah right up there. yeah if i remember right yeah um i take that track and uh i follow it a little ways and it starts down over the bank yep and uh I knew her brother had went down somewhere down that way to sit. So I'm standing at the top of the bank, and I knew what he had went down the roadways, and they, like I said, they all sit. So I knew what skid road he had walked in on, and I I stood up there, and I'm debating. Do I run right down past him and be that guy, or or do I I let it be? Yeah. And uh, I ended up, I said, the heck with him. I'm going to go. This thing is smoking fresh. Yeah. I mean, so... I ended up going down, and I'm headed on it, bailed down over the bank, ended up slip-sliding right past him. He's sitting on a stump, kind of waved as I went by and said sorry, <laughs> in a way I went. Um, and I got down in that bowl, and uh, I start slowing down. You can see they were feeding, and um, I get looking, looking, and all of a sudden I see something off to my right, and there's a, there's a deer, but I can't see its head. It's, there's a beech limb with winter beech leaves still on it, just just covering like from its eyes up and staring at me 40 yards, looking at me, looking at me. And uh, so I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm trying to sort it out. I know I'm on a buck track. There's no doubt in my mind I'm on a buck. But I'm looking at it. So I kneel down. And this is important in this story later on. Um, but I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. And I can't see antlers. I finally, after a little bit, and it's not moving, it's a doe. Yep. So I'm like, okay. I said, but like I said, I knew I knew that track had to have been a buck. Mm-hmm. Well, I get looking around. I'm wondering where where he is. Where Where's this buck? I said, he got to be around here somewhere. With I mean, that doe being there and, and that he, hot track going down in that bowl, you figured he was right he, there somewhere. He's, he's got to be right here somewhere. Laying right with her. Yeah. So... I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm, I'm kneeling down because I, I knelt down just to try to see under that, that limb. Well, 
I'm watching her, watching her. Well, she finally, you could tell she was getting antsy. So I was ready. I figured she'd take off and he's going to be right behind him, behind her. And maybe we'll take a crack at it. Well, she took off and nothing moved. Nothing moved. Nothing like, with her. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, this buck's here somewhere. I mean, yeah. we went from a couple snowflakes in the track to no snowflakes at all. Mm. I mean, this this buck is right here. And I didn't go very far, maybe a quarter mile. Was it still snowing at this time? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you're right there. I'm right there. So I, I kind of eased forward a little bit more, and I'm still up above him, which was perfect. Mm. And it's still that bowl is, I'm like halfway down that bowl, and I can see, well, end up looking, looking down in there below, and all of a sudden I see something move. Well, that buck had kind of turned back on his track, and he was just feeding up through. Um, and I see him. It was a big, big-bodied deer. Um, I think it was a six-pointer, best I could tell. Real, real, I'll remember this rack forever. It real, came up real, real high, curved forward, and was short. Short tines, short, um, short beams. Yep. I couldn't tell if he had brows or not. Yep. Um, but there he was down there, about 70, 75, 80 yards. Like I said, it's it's an oak bowl, yep. fairly open. Yep. Um, so I'm I'm looking. So I had my 7600 carbine with a in 35 whaling, and I have a one to four trijicon on it. Mm -hmm. Well, remember how I said earlier I was kneeling down looking at that doe. Yep. Well, the whole time I was kneeling down looking at that doe, I was breathing on the back of that scope, and it was cold. <laughs> Frosted so, right up on you. It didn't frost no. yet, but it was fogged right up. So I pull up the gun, and I had a nice opening, beautiful opening. I had a beautiful view of the deer. Reach down, crank it right up to four power. It pull up on it. I'm going to shoot this thing. It's, it's like taking candy from a baby. This is, I mean, Chip easiest shot. track I've ever been on. Yeah. Go down there. I'm going to kill this buck. I pull that scope up. I can't see a thing. I'm going, uh-oh. Now, luckily for me, that uh, the buck was just down there feeding. So yep. I, I'm trying to pull up. Wool coats don't really wipe, wipe <laughs> they don't condensation do they. <laughs> off at all real good. So I'm trying to get down another layer. Gives me an idea. Um, Anyways. And, and clean that scope off. Well, he had moved. Anyways, long story short, I ended up shooting at him. Yeah. The six-pointer? Six yep. Yep. I ended up hitting him. Yep. High and back, best I could tell. We, um, he took off. I thought I missed him. Get down there. She's texting me, asking me, Dad, did you just shoot? Was that my brother? What's that? Because uh, everybody in that valley heard that wailing. If nobody shot one of them 7600s in a wailing, they are loud in one. the carbine. Yeah, I they love it. They are um, Love it. So we, uh, I waited about 0.2 seconds because I was all fired up, yep. not thinking about what I was doing. And I head down after him, and you could see his tracks. Like I said, fresh snow. Yep. We, um, I chased him down through, got down there, kind of sorted things out, realized after, I don't know, 50, 60 yards, I did hit him. This is after a little bit. Like I said, I finally got that co scope. Halfway clear. It was yeah. not. Was not good. Right. Um, and I hit him. Well, I should have let him bed down. I know this now. Mm. At the time, I, I wasn't thinking clear. Right. Um, and I ended up 
chasing that deer all day. Uh, I went five miles before before noontime on that buck. It's a stroke. Um, I saw him once real good in a spot that you could have told me that deer was going to be right there, and I still couldn't have killed him. I mean, it was just winter beach, yep. and it was covered in snow, so it was all hanging down. Yep. And uh, and nothing, nothing I could do about it. And I ended up losing that deer in with some other ones. He wasn't bleeding good. I don't think I killed that deer. No. Yeah, um, I think hit, he made it. I think he did. Hit yeah. him high and back. Yeah. Um, in front of the in front of the rear hip, um, yeah. and below the spine. I best I can tell. I think he made it. Like I said, he I chased him a long, long ways. Right. Uh, and the reason I tell that story is getting to to the other story. So that was. Thursday. Yep. Friday, I I spent basically most of the day checking that area to see mm-hmm. if I could find that buck. Right. Looking around, looking around, kind of sweeping up and down them hills and all through that bowl. Yep. And figuring maybe I could find some blood. Now, the snow had settled. The snow had actually settled that afternoon. It warmed up. Everything kind of settled. Tracks got mushy and yep. it kind of went away. Yep. So I never found that deer. Mm. I looked and looked and all over the place out there. Yep. Um, I had chased one out there a couple of years before that um, and didn't get him. Mm. Shot at him, missed him. Um, but so that brings me to Saturday. Yep. Last third, day. Last day. Yep. Cold, cold, cold. Um, I got up and I was still a little, little. Uh, upset mm. ugly about about that one because i'm pretty sure her father actually had a picture of that deer on camera I, i'm i'm almost positive like i said he had a very unique rack and i'm pretty sure looking at those pictures that was 200 pounder really yeah he's a big big, big old, body yeah. with not a unique not a rack. lot of rack yeah yeah it was unique like i said it was super super tall yep. and short yeah um so i was kind of deciding what i want to do i got up before before dark we knew it was a good acorn year that year, uh, and they had all been hammering on that bowl. Yep. We'd seen a couple other deer in there, and I said, well, I'm going to go in early in the morning, sit there. It was horrible conditions. Like I said, it warmed up Thursday afternoon. Friday was real warm, and then Saturday was cold, real, real cold, hard, crunchy, loud, but it was windy. Yep. And that's going to be important here in a minute because I, I don't know how this would have worked out without the wind. Well, I sat in that bowl for a little bit, just hanging out, let the sun come up. I, it wasn't that far in there, so we figured we'd hang out there until the sun came up. It was cold, see if deer were moving, and then kind of go from there. And I was going to kind of take a walk out around. There was one kind of section of that ridge that I hadn't checked real well yeah. and um, to see if that buck was there. I had figured I wasn't going to find it, yeah. but I was still kind of half looking. Um, you know, I knew that at this point it was probably gone. Yeah. And But I still, I knew, I, I wanted to check one more spot. Yeah, you weren't going to give up. I wasn't going to give up on that. Yep. Well, I went out and I checked that spot after the sun come up. It was a while. I was thinking about going in. It was that cold. Yeah. Um, but the sun finally come up, and I was kind of in the open. I ended up standing in the sun about 10 or 15 minutes and warming up and said, nope, I'm going to go out and look. Well, I checked it, and 
I didn't see any sign of anything out there. So I said, well, I'm going to poke my way out along this ridge. And like I said, it was loud and crunchy, real, real loud, but it was windy. I ended up seeing like three or four deer that morning, um, scared of doe and a fawn, loud and crunchy. And it was one of them deals where I, it was the last day, so I was going to hunt it, but I, I didn't have high hopes. I was, I mean, it was loud. Right. Hard day to hunt. Hard day. Hard day. Yeah. And uh, anyways, I got out around this ridge, and I was walking pretty much normal. There's nothing you can do when no. it gets that crunchy. Yeah. And I come around this corner in the ridge, and I look, and there's a doe standing there broadside, 45 yards. And I'd seen a bunch over the years in that area and i knew to look you know usually when there's does around there there's a buck somewhere near it. i mm. mean that thanksgiving week they're searching for anything they can find it's kind of so, like a little tending area kind of where they get in with a hot doe every year yep yeah i've seen quite a few yep. with does yeah well before i could even turn my head to look behind her i heard what sounded like a pig rip, 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 rip. every step yeah well, he was standing there. Oh, he was standing there. He doing was that? standing yeah. right there. Yeah. Um. And uh, he was grunting right there. I, yeah. Best I can figure, he was getting ready to breed that doe. Oh yeah. And I, uh, I might have interrupted him. Yeah. Um. So I, I pulled my rifle up. Um. And right as he was about to break, I shot. And he ended up running 45 to me. Well, this is where it really, really gets fun. <laughs> Um, I had left the 7,600 at home cause I was mad at it. Yeah. Didn't get that buck the other day. Yeah. So I had my, my X bolt, my Browning. Yeah. Um, those, those are nice. They're a rotary they're nice. magazine. Yeah. Um, and it was so cold. What had happened was, um, uh, the bottom round actually froze to the floor plate. So I shot, I hit him. I didn't know that he runs 45 to me to give me a better shot. Well, when I run the bolt spit the empty out the the next round never pushed up the back of the round pushed up but the front mm. of the round never cleared the magazine so i couldn't close the book ah. so this buck runs right by me oh my gosh i'm like and I, now i'm Losing wild it. again <laughs> when every time i yeah. go to maine it's an adventure oh yeah um so i don't know if i hit this buck or not mm-hmm. well i get the gun cleared and he stops in a in a twitch road kind of brushy for a half second, I had stuffed another round in there and shot at him. Figure I didn't hit him because all I could see was the back of his neck, but I'm I'm gonna put a hole in him. I mean, yep. I when I pulled up to him, all I saw was the big beam, thick. I mean, mm. like three inches top to bottom. Yep. On that right hand side, and I figured I bet I gotta kill this deer. Yeah. I, this, it's a giant. I gotta kill him. It's a giant. Yeah. And uh, so we ended up. I missed him. He runs runs away. I don't see him. So I'm like, okay. Slow down. Figure out, get my magazine out. Figure out what's going on with this gun. Ready to wrap it around a tree. <laughs> and uh, I figure out, I pull that, mess with it, pull that bottom round out. And it was all frosty. And like I said, it froze to the, to the bottom. I think, if I remember right, I think I just tossed it in the cup holder of the truck the night before when I got out of the woods. And it stayed there, and it must have had some condensation from me carrying my hand there. Yep. 
and it froze. And I figured that out, and I went, well, I won't do that again. Um, got it stuffed full again. Figure out we're going to sort out what's going on. Looking up in the, I started looking up in that Twitch road. Couldn't find them. Any any tracks or anything. I mean, it was frozen, but they would have made a track running. Yeah. So he says, well, slow down. I backed up, kind of went back to where I was. I shot him and went back over and uh, figured out figured out that, you know, figured out where they were standing, figured out that I did hit them. Yeah. I hit him on the first one. Um, wasn't bleeding great, but I, I could see I hit him. So yeah. I, I started going back through and start following him and found where I was looking in Twitch Road. I was like 20 yards too far one way. Yeah. Um, where he was. Yeah. Well, the bottom of that Twitch Road was real, real steep. It goes up above it. And uh, I ended up, so I get looking around, looking around. And I look at the top of the hill, and I just see this deer laying there. And you, your brain don't catch up with your eyes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's a deer. Wait a minute. And he was still alive. He was he was bedded down. What had happened was when I shot him that first time, I shot him right as he jumped, and I hit him in the liver. Mm. So he was hurting. So he's bedded down on the top of that hill, and he's just laying up there looking at me, looking around pretty lively. Long story short, I shot him again went up went up there and that was mm. that was uh he had a real big body but he was short oh okay what did um, he end up weighing up to 170 170 170 yeah. he had a beautiful rack what do you do you want to describe a little bit what the rack was like so it was 10 points or yeah. nine he had a broken g3 or four i don't remember on one side um on the be the right hand side yep. was broken but his beams were heavy 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 beams yeah, he's an impressive buck um like i said i, I want to say two and a half inches three inches from the top to the bottom yeah of so. the beam and they were almost the bottom half they were kind of webbed together like palmated kind of kind of but yeah. just on the bottom yeah they they came up separate yeah um you said he scored in the 140s Yep, one thirty nine oh, and change. Yep, yep, yep. Um, That's what he netted, though. You said, right? Because you said no. He grossed one thirty nine. Yep, And then I think he netted one thirty seven. Yeah, that's but a the way lot. the way the guy that measured it explained it to me, because uh, he could have measured it non typical or, or oh, whatever. Gotcha. He was debating on how to do it, and I I don't know what was the right way and what wasn't right. for main antler and skull. Um, yeah. But obviously he didn't count that one that was missing. Yep. Uh, and the one, the deer was pretty symmetrical. The one on the other side was five inches. And I think, and I could be wrong about this. He said they didn't count that side because it wasn't one to match it or something. Yeah. So he was, if he had the other side, he would be in mid 140s, up, even upper 140s. Yeah. Because oh. um, the other side was like five and a half inches or something like that. Yeah. Um, but that's the biggest main buck I've I've killed. Yeah, no, it's a that's a good buck, for yeah. sure. And that yeah. was just one of them days. Like I said, I walked up 40 yards from that deer in the worst conditions you'd ever imagine. It was I, if you told me you were gonna walk up on a deer that day, I'd have told you you're, you're full of it. Yeah, there ain't no way. But it was blowing hard, yeah. windy, and I did. I ended up walking right up, 
pretty much on top of them. No kidding. So you should always be going out. That's the moral of the story. That's the moral of the story. Go out. Keep going. Don't quit. Never give up. I called back to the house. They brought out a sled and... Everybody else has slept in. They were a little ugly when I come back with that that <laughs> buck because they were sleeping. In. Oh, I believe it. They're probably kicking themselves for not being yeah. out there. Yeah. Well, there was persistence a lot of pays off, huh? There was a lot of deer in that area that year. There was, yeah. yeah Acorns really just pulling them. Yeah. Sucking them from a long ways, yeah. Yeah. That was a really, really good year that have, year. Have you ever tried shed hunting in that area? I haven't. We don't spend a lot of time up there. It would be a good spot to... I bet. Shed hunt, it's... Uh, is it southern facing? I believe it is. Oh, yeah. That'd probably be a wicked spot to pick sheds. Yeah. yeah. And there's some... I'm sure there's some good ones. Oh, I bet. I ended up uh, finding it... When I got... When I killed that buck, I was more or less down below that cedar swamp I talked about before where there is a big signpost. Yeah. Um, they were kind of headed that way. I figured that out kind of after. Mm. I'd been in that piece a couple times, but I hadn't pieced the whole map in my head together. Gotcha. Yeah, but they were right over there. No kidding. By that. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, you, no uh, problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you want to plug your Instagram for people? Sure. It's beardedjohn71 on Instagram. Sweet. All right, give John a follow. He's got some good stuff on there, some good big buck stories and a lot of gun content and all sorts of good stuff, so. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah, thanks.